Welcome to Season 5, Episode 17 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Yes, welcome to the Family Travel Podcast, where we share the latest in RV industry news, road trip travel, caravanning and camping, product reviews, where to go, what to do, and so much more. Thank you for joining us again. Yes, and hopefully you can hear us over that wonderful pitter-patter of rain. Holy dooly, haven't we been copping it here in the southeast? Well, in fact, My gosh. so many places across Queensland and northern New South Wales at the moment. Yes. We are drenched through. All right, this week we survive a seven-day COVID isolation. Yep, it caught up with us. And time travel back two and a half years to where it all began. <gasps> so good. So, so exciting. Good. It's hard to believe, isn't it, that Jasper spent two and a half years, more than half his life actually, on the road. Full time. I know. He was so little when we started. And it's <laughs> easy to forget now that he really is a big boy just how little he was. Look, we're going to uh, welcome you if you've just joined us for the very first time. We're actually 136 episodes in Holy on our podcast and also on our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, if you want to check out the epic visuals of what we're actually talking about each and every week here on the potty. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, do have our podcast channel as well now, which is the Family Travel Podcast. That is also available on YouTube. Or if you want to tune in to Channel 31 in Victoria, you can also find that online, www.c31.org. That's right. There you go. Or tune in live on Free to Air TV. We're currently on Thursday evenings. Yes. So find us there and stay tuned for some changes to that TV schedule coming up for their new season starting at the end of May. Oh, a bit exciting. They're moving us into the prime time, mm-hmm. baby. Look out. <laughs> All right. A quick backstory. If you have just joined us, this is the 60-second version. We were an ordinary couple. Yes. Although we'd found ourselves in some pretty serious debt. We had four years, six rounds of IVF. Like many couples out there, we had struggled to actually start a family. Mm -hmm. We desperately wanted that to happen. Our little miracle, Jasperu, did show up eventually. Mm. Very, very thankful for that. And that commenced this journey where we were realising that family to us meant everything. Mm. We'd worked hard to get there and now we weren't spending time as a family. So we thought, this has got to change. Absolutely. We had that that moment that mm. happens in so many people's lives where you realise something's going to give if you don't mm. make a decision and make a change. And so we did. Yes, we set about a uh, two-year plan, stuck a massive 55-inch whiteboard in front of our 55-inch TV, <laughs> turned it off, and we reverse-engineered a plan that actually saw us bring that forward slightly to almost 18 or 20 months of planning. We had a deadline Mm -hmm. and we made it happen. We did. We absolutely went for it. And look, we didn't know what we were doing. We weren't campers. We'd certainly never spent any time in this kind of caravanning, camping lifestyle before. Mm. We just knew we wanted to give something new a go. We wanted to spend time together as a family and really maximise this precious time while Jasper was young, while he 
wanted to hang out with us 24-7 and Mm. we wanted some new experiences as well. So we did. We engineered a plan. We took bite-sized chunks, daily little steps to get towards our goal and we did it. And now, two and a half years in, almost three years in, when I look back, when I re-watched that footage from those first episodes, I was just amazed because we truly had no idea. Yes. We both had a bit of a tear. Yes, it was really emotional Mm. on so many different levels. I think because Jasper was so little, but also too, because we really didn't know what we were doing. We were going on blind faith. We set our goal. We knew we were going to achieve it no matter what. And the rest, hey, we just have learnt along the way. All right. The reason why we had a two-year plan was because of our debt ceiling. It was, uh, yes. it was a bit out of control. We knew that we had to basically take on extra gigs. We were uh, producing some major events and shopping centre events and, mm-hmm. and those sort of things and a bit of extra production work. We were doing extra jobs, uh, producing visitor experiences for mm-hmm. other companies on top of our regular work. Yes. And the reason was to really get ourselves to a position where the debt was gone. Mm. Yes, wasn't that a great day? Oh, that in itself is a life-changing moment. And and yeah. if that is a position that you find yourself in and you desperately want to get out of, then maybe make that as your first goal. We certainly did. And that changed everything about this experience for us. Yeah, look, grab yourself a copy of The Barefoot Investor. Um, I think it is about a $35 book and there's an audio book version. Mm. If you don't want to spend the money, get a library card here in Australia. You can get that book for free mm. as a borrow. Yeah, Pretty look, amazing. and we're not associated with him, Scott Pape, the author, no. in any way. That is just the tool that we used. It was recommended to us. We followed his principles and we managed to pay off our debt. It worked for us. Yes. Thank and you, save Scott. money. Yeah, that's it. Stop spending is really the number one yeah. takeaway from that book, I think. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, then we also wanted to make sure we didn't have a house to sell. We were no. renting. Okay. We, we really had uh, spent our mortgage on the IVF journey, which mm-hmm. is, you know, was part of what we had to do. Yep. Uh, but what we did do was work out that we had two vehicles, a caravan and a, and a four-wheel drive that we had to pay for mm. while we were travelling for that two years. So we, we saved enough to cover our vehicle repayments for two years. That took that financial pressure away. Mm-hmm. And Katie had built up an online business with her essential oils, doTERRA, world's purest oils, absolute life-changing for us. Yeah. Certainly through the IVF journey, made a mega impact on our well-being, mm. every, every part of it. If you want to know more about that, contact Katie through our website, feelgoodfamily.com.au, and she can tell you more about that. But that was life-changing for us. And we knew that uh, that online business would keep us, you know, keep the wheels turning, keep us fed and fueled while we were on the road. Absolutely. And look, that's how we did it. And there are so many different versions of this. And, and it is part of the reason why we very rarely put out a budget or, a, you know, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to cost you to travel Australia because you're traveling on your terms. Everybody's Correct. situation is different. Do what works for you. Work out your budget. Work out, you know, what are your debts? What repayments do you have? How much money do you have to spend on fuel, food, whatever it is, experiences, and just stick to that. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Look, a really great starting point is to look at what you're currently doing in your in your current four, world, four walls or whatever your living uh, conditions are. Mm-hmm. What do you spend at, at the moment? Yep. Start there. Work your budget out from that. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into it. What we thought we'd do is break this into two parts. These are the key takeaways 
from the three months before we actually rolled out the driveway and then the key takeaways from the following three months, those first three, oh my gosh, anxious moments that were full in those three months and we're going to talk about that. Uh, So in that real lead up, looking back now, I think I would have uh, um, embraced the nervous anticipation excitement a little more. Yeah, it definitely is a mix of emotions and you've got a whole heap going on. Well, we certainly Mm. did. I mean, we were packing up our lives. We were getting rid of furniture, household items, things that we didn't think we needed anymore, things that we'd open a cupboard and say, why have we still got this? We were getting Mm. rid of stuff. We were trying to figure out, okay, what are the really important things that we can't let go of? We've got to box them up and figure out what to do with them. What are the things that we're taking in the caravan with us? It was all of that change going on. There was the countdown for you finishing up your state management role. That was incredibly stressful. I was filled with anxiety dealing with my exit plan Mm. from that role, a state manager role, seven years with that company, loved my position. Uh, It was was fairly, I guess, for me anyway, I I, I had a fair level of stress related to that job. So then leaving it, actually telling my boss, who's a good mate um, now, and um, we're better mates since I left, I think, (laughs) uh, was was a really stressful time. So Mm. then when I left, I was like, holy crap, I've thrown away my career, Mm. I've thrown away that nice pay packet, have I made a mistake here? Yeah, look, there's lots of emotions that go along with that and also dealing with, you know, the opinions and thoughts of your family and friends, you know, Mm. those of you who were really supportive, those who maybe weren't, those who didn't really understand, you know, why we were throwing it all in to, you know, go off and live some crazy gypsy lifestyle. So there was a (laughs) lot of factors (laughs) to take into account here and it was a lot of pressure. So being able to let go of that, I think, or embrace that maybe, for, for better, for want yeah. of a better word. All right. I'm going to actually refer back to our notes here. So these are really the first handful takeaways for us for that three-month building. Make a deadline. Actually mm. give yourself a goalpost and then work backwards from that to determine how long. is it, Are you going to do this in three months and start with a tent? Are you going to do this in one year and start with, you know, a, uh, a camper trailer? Mm. It doesn't matter how you start. Just make a start and, and put a deadline in place. There is nothing better than a deadline to make you take action and get off your and do something. Yeah, that's so true. Look, you can you can plan, you know, until the cows come home, but if you don't actually have that end date, you're just going to be planning, 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 yeah. planning, 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 set that deadline. It's never going to be all there. It's never going to be perfect. No. Make a start and then make it happen. Yep, awesome. Okay. Number two, visit the super show. Mm. Now, these are... Every quarter, there is a major caravan camping four-wheel driving event in any one of the states around Australia. Mm. I think there's four majors that happen in Queensland every Mm. year. Yep. Look, if you're not in the market for a new vehicle, that doesn't matter. Go and get yourself into as many different makes and models and styles and look at the accessories and yeah. walk through those vans or, or pull out those camper trailers. Or Lay in the bed. 
Exactly. It doesn't matter if you're not buying new. Get yourself there. Get yourself immersed in this amazing industry, this lifestyle. Put yourself in the picture. Mm. Not only is it going to help with your research, your knowledge, your understanding of what you want, what you don't want, what you need, what you don't need, it's also going to get that fire burning. Love it, Kate. Take a selfie of yourself in your dream rig. Yep, stick that stick up it. on your whiteboard. Yep, stick it on your whiteboard, stick it on your fridge, stick it in your office. <laughs> stick it on your On your wife's forehead. <laughs> oh, that's what I meant. Uh, yeah, so that way you have got a visual point of reference to go, oh, yeah, that's right. That's why I'm not buying that extra pie at lunch exactly. or buying that $20 plastic whatever figure figurine for the kids at yep. Kmart as you're trying to get through the checkout. Yeah. That's right, because we're, we're, we're working towards our goal. Yep, it's the dream right there, baby. Okay, great. Uh, ask more questions. The only stupid question is the one you do not ask. Yep. We've said that many times, yep. especially when you are at these shows or you're at the car lot and you're looking at your four-wheel drives. I tell you something that we wish we had done differently was research and understand what the vehicle's capabilities were versus what the marketing hype was. Mm -hmm. Three and a half ton towing capacity. What does that mean? Mm. I know it sounds good, right? Mm. Yeah, but what what actually does it mean? What does that mean when I've got a car full of my family and fuel and supplies? What does that actually equate to? And am I going to be able to look after my family safely? Very good. Okay. Really try and get yourself educated around the weights, the weight distribution of both vehicles and how that is going to perform under tow. Mm-hmm. Is it legal? Is it safe? Yeah. Will you still be able to have your insurance cover you in an incident? Yeah, absolutely. Very important. So important. Okay. Do a towing course. We've talked yep. about this in our lessons from a lap year over the last three episodes. Yep. Even if, you know, you are a pretty good, confident driver, you've towed something before, mm-hmm. if you're going off as a family or as a couple, absolutely our recommendation would be go and do this together because you want that person, that passenger who's not necessarily going to be the main driver feeling confident that they understand the lingo that mm-hmm. you guys are on the same page mm-hmm. and that if for some reason your passenger needs to step into that driver's seat and get you out of trouble, Great. they're going to feel confident to do that. We loved our towing course and Wayne, he's just so encouraging. Yeah, He uplifted us. We both left there feeling like we had capes on. Totally. Absolutely. Love and it. I tell you what, it certainly gave me the confidence that – Okay, I can do this. I can get behind the wheel and I can do what I need to do if I need to do it. And, well, if you've been following our journey, you will know that that absolutely happened when Paul broke his ankle. Yes, twice. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. Gosh. All right, four-wheel drive course, something we didn't do. Mm. We got some uh, training. I think it was probably about 30 or 40 episodes in, really, Mm. wasn't it? Almost a year down the track. Uh, we would still love to go and actually do that and hopefully we will in the near future during this uh, upcoming season around Queensland. Mm. We'll, we'll get out with some four-wheel drive experts. And, you know, when we say experts, people who don't, you know, like your spouse, like I like to think I'm an expert in many areas. <laughs> Chop sets, Kate, regularly. 
But an, an actual qualified expert, someone who's actually paid to give advice, not uh, give their egos uh, <laughs> yeah. advice rub. It's actually really valid information, you know, when you are going to do something together as a couple. Having somebody mm. else tell you both the right way to do it certainly alleviates a bit of um, pain and frustration, yeah. or can anyway. Uh, look, you don't have to go and do a hardcore four-wheel driving course. That's certainly not something that we're interested in. That's not who we are as explorers and adventurers. But again, just knowing those tips and tricks, knowing what to do to get yourself out of trouble, knowing how to safely drive on the sand or you know, get yeah. to some of those places that you may not go because you're not confident. You want to be able to get there and get home safely mm. and without wrecking your vehicle or your relationship. Oh, That's so good. That's basically it. Yep. Okay. Other course we would do is a first aid course mm-hmm. we have done. We're actually due for a refresher. Mm-hmm. We will uh, cover that off in our YouTube show and, and here on our podcast as well in the coming months because we're due to, to get uh, a bit of an update around that. The information is different in every state of Australia, which is interesting. Mm. Uh, but look, at fundamentally could save yours or someone else's life certainly someone in your family if you you're the first responder or there's a snake incident or you know i mean there's so much wildlife and weather in incidents here in oz to be prepared and have that knowledge so that in that emergency you know what you're doing priceless absolutely yeah so valuable okay i think that is pretty well it the last thing i'll say is again back to our lessons from a lap year katie has produced this incredible ebook uh, we have absolutely talked a lot about this because it is the guide that we wish we had before we hit the road. Yeah. It's, you know, 90 plus pages, 100 clickable links, uh, every single piece of information that you would need to know or would be trying to search through the maze of the World Wide Web is at your fingertips in a downloadable digital ebook. Absolutely. I think that's it. It's for us, we spent hours, days, weeks, months, years looking for this information and trying to wrap our head around it. And what else do we need to know? And how do we find this? And where is that? Yeah. We've bundled it all together. It's not only going to save you time, but it's it's there. It's like your Bible, you know, you can print it out if you want to. We are absolutely fine with that. In fact, we encourage you to do that because it has checklists that you can customize, make your own based on your setup and how you do things and whether you're traveling in a camper trailer or a tent or a, or a caravan like we are. So it's going to save you time. It's going to save so much energy mm. as well and just make life that little bit easier. And if you love your food and beverage, very much like us. Uh, There's, I think, 17 of our favourite recipes in there, including all the best ones on the Weber. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of yummy things in there and just some great tips that we've learnt along the way. All right, fantastic. Now let's move on to part two of this, and it's the takeaways, those key moments of takeaways that happened in the first three months that we were actually on the road. Mm -hmm. In fact, let me just take it one step back in between. We set up and practiced reversing the van before we hit our first caravan park. And we would now, in hindsight, recommend that you set up your rig, camper, whatever it is, and be off-grid. See how long things last. Mm. How long does the toilet cassette last? How much power can you harness and what will it run absolutely how much water 
do you have on you and how long does that last with, mm-hmm. the, with the size of your family or if you're a solo traveller? You know, you work out those parameters before you hit the road so you don't get somewhere and you're like two days in and go, hmm, we've got to pack up. I thought we we're going to be here a week, but yes. we don't have any water, we don't have any power, and the toilet cassette's full. Yeah, or we, d- or we don't really know, understand how the solar works. I mean, we were perfect mm. examples of that. We're not really yeah. sure what we can use or, or what we're going to get out of having this solar and how does it all mm. work. If you can test that out before you go, if your intention is to do some free camping, whether that's full on, you know, we don't want to see a caravan park for the next 12 months, or whether you want to do a mix of both, have an idea of how long you can free camp for because Mm. it's certainly going to make that experience so much nicer if you're not learning those things or making those mistakes when you are out in the bush in the middle of nowhere. Fantastic. All right, here we go. I have to say this. Slow down was my next one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is great. Took my time. Yeah. (laughs) I actually thought you were thinking, which is why I jumped in. Slow down is a really good point. And we mean that on so many different levels. What I was going to quickly say is that this first three month period is a massive adjustment. You know, particularly if you are setting off for a longer trip or going full time like we are. Not unlike bringing home a new baby from the hospital <laughs> for the first time, not really knowing what to do with it. Can't believe that they haven't give us, given us instructions yeah. on what we're supposed to do. You should have a license to have a kid, I reckon. Well, yeah, the same could be mm. said for, you know, hitting the road full time as well. It is an adjustment period and all of a sudden that does click over and, and you are comfortable in what you're doing. But those first few months can be interesting. Yes, Make sure you like each other before you roll down the driveway. We've said it many times. Yeah, very important. Yeah, okay. Uh, let go of the steering wheel mm. and the way you grip it. Um, I, I, I would just grip so tight, you know, white-knuckled, mm. worried about everything, you know. So just I think the more relaxed you are, the actual, you know, in the end, maybe safer it's going to be, certainly better for your health. Mm. Oh, <laughs> your and heart. also for your family as well. Yeah. You know, reducing stress is a really important thing, no matter what situation or scenario you're in. Off the back of what you'd said just previously there, Katie, is to know your and your partner's, if you have a partner's, triggers. Yes. And your kids too. Know what triggers each other and steer as far away (laughs) from them as possible. And, I mean, we do occasionally look at each other and and go, are are you just trying to... Yeah. Trig- trigger me, is it? Is yeah. What you're doing Are right you now? poking the bear? Yeah. Yes. Look, living in such a small space together, whether you are off on, you know, a few weeks holiday or whether you're on a, a much longer extended trip around Australia, living together in such a small mm. space, things can feel amplified. amplified. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. You know, so the tiniest little thing might blow up to be like World War Three or the end of the world. So knowing trigger points and respecting that and giving each other the space and the time to adjust I think is really important. Which can seem like a challenge for a lot of people when they're looking at this as a a possibility for their life and lifestyle is, I mean we get it all the time, Mm. how do you guys actually survive living in that small confined space? Look, you adjust really quickly. I tell you mm. what, your kids adjust quicker than you. Oh, that's gosh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so kids are amazing. So adaptable. <laughs> All right, prepare travel day uh, in many ways, but in particular, travel snacks, 
a huge mm. one. Make sure you've got some healthy options. Make sure you've got plenty of activities for the kids. Mm. Uh, you know, be creative there with the landscape and, you know, make it a lesson plan if they're almost, you know, at that level where they're preschool or they're, they're started school. Mm. Add an education component in there. We are learning a second language for the last six months. We've mm-hmm. been learning Japanese. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, so that is so exciting for us. Uh, people want to know why we, we chose Japanese as a language. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love Japanese food. We love the culture and we can't wait to travel there as a family. Mm. I've done a number of uh, contracts and work over there over the years and I just love it. I want to share it with Katie and Jasper and to hear Jasper oh. speaking these phrases in Japanese is is very unusual as a parent. You're just like, how did you? Get? I don't even know what that is. Oh, I know he so good. His diction pronunciation is perfect, as they are when they're little and they're sponges yeah. and they just take it in. We might have to do a feel good in Japan series at some point. Hey, love it. Mm. I hope so. <laughs> All right, moving on down. Drink more water and less beer. <laughs> this is obviously not one for Katie. What seems to happen is, is that you. Get to the end of a travel day and you need to reward yourself <laughs> or you pull up at the campsite and the guy next to you goes, hey, mate, can I offer you a beer? Yeah, you need a reward. <laughs> where, where, yeah, where are you from? Uh, it, it is very much part of the caravan camping culture, I have to say, is mm. the sundowner is a thing. Yeah, look, every day. And it's day, a daily thing, I have to say. Yeah, every day can feel like a holiday, especially Woo-hoo. when you are full-time or on a longer trip. So, you know, just finding that balance, that moderation, looking after yourself. We've spoken a lot about that in the past as well. Okay. Look, I I haven't found the balance. You are finding it now, (laughs) my dear, aren't you? Yes, I'm in trouble. Whether you like it Uh, or not. Yes. Okay. Now, our takeaway uh, for the week, we we Mm. love to do a takeaway each and every podcast. And for us, it is to... Embrace the connectivity of this community. Mm. You know, you've found your tribe, let's put it that way. It is the best part of this, mm. outside of just being together as a family, yeah. that we did not realise was going to happen, is that the community invites you to be connected to it. Oh, 100%. It totally embraces you. We love that. It doesn't matter whether you've got a $300,000 rig or a $30 tent from Kmart. When you're sitting around the fire, everyone's equal. Yes, you're all there for the same reasons. I love that. We had somebody say that to us and it really is thought-provoking, you know. It wouldn't Mm. matter what your previous walk in life is. It was Tofty. It was Adrian Toft. And an interesting part of this is that you're sitting in a circle and so there's no sides. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah, and you're all there for the same reasons because you want to get out, mm. immerse yourself in nature, have this experience, spend time with your, your family or your friends and really just maximise your life. Speaking of Tofty, if you haven't yet listened to the podcast we did with Adrian Toft as our guest speaker, do go back and listen yeah. to that. It's highly entertaining. It is highly inspirational and energising. It will leave you feeling like you've just had an hour of power fist pumping. We often listen to it because it is so uplifting and encouraging. And, and in fact, that word, encouraging, is a trademark of Adrian. Yeah, that is him. 
And it is just awesome. So do go back and listen to that if you haven't. And if you did listen to it when we first released it, go back and have another listen. Yeah, give it a review. In fact, if you uh, are listening to our podcast on any of the 12 podcast directories for free around the world and you can leave a review, please do. Give us five stars if you love it. Otherwise, just keep to yourself. (laughs) Awesome. All right, newsroom. Uh, Other than the epically wet Mm -hmm. weather that is, I mean, it's relentless. We're going to have a riverside um, campsite in a minute if this rain doesn't stop. That's not even funny. That's possible. Mm. Indeed. We are hitched up, though, I have to say. So we we haven't unhitched. So that's, um, you know, be prepared. Mm. All right. In the newsroom, Channel 7 is a free-to-air network here in Australia. In Queensland, there is uh, one of their highest-rating shows is called Creek to Coast. Been on air for decades. Ever. Amazing. And a popular Saturday night viewing is 5.30pm, or you can check your local guides. We're going to be featured. They invited us on to film a couple of segments with them this last week. We'll be there with Caravan in Queensland, Sally Jennings. Yes, awesome. Famous for the awesome food that she cooks up. And and in fact, she is a lover of all things fish and seafood, which is right up our alley. Salty Sally, we got told her Mm. nickname was. Yes. So we're so excited to be on air with the Creek to Coast team this Saturday. So we'd love your support. Please do tune in uh, live, as Paul said, at 5.30. And otherwise, you can watch the catch-up, the replay on 7 Plus. Yes, that's the number 7, plus.com.au. And in true Jasper form, and probably as usual, he steals the show. <laughs> yes, he does. I have to giggle, though. We have a bit of a Weber cook-off, and Jasper and I made a slice, and Sally made an amazing one-pot seafood dish. Yeah, and I love it in all the Creek to Coast promos. It's... Uh, no mention of poor old mum. It's Jasper's made a lemon lime coconut slice. I'm like, hang on a second. He did get a bit of help. No, it's fantastic. We really had a great time thanks to Channel 7 and to the crew at Creek to Coast. And we hope Caravan to, in Queensland. Yeah, we hope to see you guys again really soon. We will be speaking live actually for almost a week at the uh, Queensland Super Show. Caravan in Queensland Super Show that's coming up from the 7th. Se- 7th. To the 12th of June. Yes, in, indeed. Yes, in Brizzy, Brisbane, Bris Vegas. Yep. So, uh, yeah, if you're around that area, then do come and visit us. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. We'd love to see you. All right. I think that's us for this week. We will wrap up. We will go and get our, uh, our wet weather gear, <laughs> get ourselves out of here. But for now, we'd like to say dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Yeah.